0: good morning everyone and welcome to this edition of freeman means business wonder women in business podcast I'm so excited to have Sarah Feingold on the show today. Sarah is one of the uh, wonderful triumvirate of women running the fourth floor. And I can't wait for her to tell you more about what they're doing, all the major ceilings and walls and floors that they're crashing into shards of glass. So Sarah, I don't (laughs) want to even you know, talk anymore. I just want to let you have the floor. Tell us more about you, what you're doing, and, you know, all the great things that the fourth floor is up to.
1: Thank you so much, Susan. Thanks for having me, and your 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 description of the the shards of glass, and we're crashing through. We're, we're, we're doing that, but uh, we're not making a big mess yet, so.
0: so <laughs> you will. I love it.
1: <laughs> that That's right. So um, the fourth floor is uh, reimagining the boardroom. Basically, we realized that uh, correct me if I'm w- wrong, uh, women have a hard time getting board seats, right? I think little that we, bit, all, we, all, we all know that. And on the other side of the coin, uh, women business owners have a hard time scaling their businesses. We, we kind of know that diversity. Um, it's, it's really hard. So uh, the concept of the fourth floor is uh, by connecting these two groups of highly motivated people, women who want to be on boards and women who have started companies and need people for their boards, Magic will happen. We're convincing professionals to join boards of early stage startups so that they can start their board career and really add value to the startup. And we're convincing the startups that they need a board now. They need an amazing board. A board shouldn't just be uh, limited to Fortune 500 companies or public companies. A smaller company could benefit from a board. And it's all a matter of figuring out what skill sets you need for that board um, and then leveraging those skill sets. So that's what the fourth floor is, is about. We're an ecosystem, we're curated and we're awesome.
0: I love that you're definitely awesome. <laughs> that I love that little tagline: we're an ecosystem, we're curated, and we're awesome. <laughs> I
1: okay. just I just made that up. I'm not even sure if my co-founders will like. It. But no anyway, no <laughs> way! Oh my god, that's people pay for that stuff. <laughs> that was really great. Oh well, good.
0: ask you. I know you just had a big launch. How did it go? <laughs>
1: Um, I'm still recovering. Uh, we did. We, <laughs> we, we had a big launch. We had a summit. We had a five-hour virtual summit with tons of panels. Sally Krauchek was our keynote speaker. Um, we had hundreds of attendees. It was it was amazing. It went really well. Um, you know, there's always some drama, apparently Verizon had an outage nearby and some of our panelists were having a hard time getting online, but everything went fine um, and actually went really well. And so um, we're, we launched our platform, our summit was to celebrate the launch of our platform and we're, make it easy, we're making it easier for our members to connect with each other, to share opportunities, to put each other on each other's boards. Um, to maybe contemplate certain investments and to really raise up communities, companies and careers.
0: I have to say, I couldn't think of a better uh, keynote or opener or, you know, Sally's amazing. Um, She's done amazing things. She's done it. Look, she's not. So I think the thing I like a a lot about women that I know, you know, we know a lot of wonderful women, but what makes them wonderful partly is that they tell the truth about how they got to where they are. They don't make it all, oh, and here's what I do and how much I make and here's my title and it was easy peasy. No, they talk about the rough, the rough Mm -hmm. road to get there and the, and the potholes and how hard it was. And that is where people can relate, right? Mm -hmm. So you see yourself stuck or like you open the show with how it's really not easy for women. And so you get that, you understand there's some empathy and we're going to figure out how to fix that. And better yet, we're going to figure out how to prevent that. Um, So I think she's fantastic. Um, She's featured in a film by um, uh, Robin Hauser. Do you know Robin? I don't. I'm gonna introduce the two of you. Robin is a filmmaker. She is one wonderful, amazing woman. Um, she actually, she did a, um, a se- several films. One is called uh, Gender Code and President Obama and Michelle Obama invited her to the White House to show it to a private audience. She did another called um, uh, Bias. And then a third uh, right now called Savvy. And the S is a dollar symbol and it features Sally. So um, if you Google it, I think it's on YouTube or Vimeo, um, Savvy. And it's about women and investing and how we relinquish our power either consciously or unconsciously to either our bosses, our husbands, our bankers. You know, we take advice from other men rather than do what you at the fourth floor are recommending and are actually putting into action and take advice from other women on how to invest and how to, you know, um, gain more independence financially through, you know, uh, moving money, understanding money, growing and protecting businesses um, through taking advice from women right right,
1: right. Okay. no I, I love that what what a, what a great filmmaker and what a great film i'm i'm going to have to check it out sally did a, we were so fortunate to have her keynote our yeah. summer and she and she dropped a bunch of truth bombs on us i and, love it <laughs> and she told her story and she really inspired um and re- really set the tone for the the entire day so we're just really really happy that she was so, so that's generous. awesome i yeah. can
0: imagine you're i can that's a perfect fit right i can see um you're we're, we're thrilled great <laughs> yeah what a great speaker for your um for your launch so uh enough about her right now let's talk about you because you're pretty dynamo yourself um why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself sarah for those who don't know and love you like i do already oh. tell us a little bit about sarah feingold
1: sure so here's my spiel here's my spiel Um, I'm a, I'm a jeweler. I'm an artist. I was, I started making jewelry when I was 12 and I had all these questions about what could be protectable with jewelry designs. Like I just started thinking about that. So I went to law school. (laughs) I graduated law school and I thought uh, I'm going to help artists. I'm going to help small businesses. This is why I was put on this earth and um, I couldn't land a job after law school. I just my I, I just could not. So I, so eventually I did get a job and, but I wasn't doing what I set out to to do, which was help small businesses. Um, but I was selling my jewelry on the side to little boutiques and like really trying to make a name for myself as a art law expert. So I started pitching myself to uh, conferences and to publications to like write little articles. And then I found out about Etsy and I started selling my jewelry on Etsy and I grew utterly obsessed with the website. like. I, I read everything, everything I could. So one day Etsy published some new policies and I thought that they looked a little odd. So I, I, I reached out to them and gave them some ideas. And one thing led to another and I got on the phone with their CEO and founder. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So oh my God, I love it. What chutzpah. <laughs> what chutzpah, it gets better, it gets better. So um, I hung up the phone and I thought to myself, you know what, Uh, this company doesn't have a lawyer. Like if they did have a lawyer, you know, they're not doing it or an in-house lawyer. (laughs) They probably have other lawyers. Well, they definitely did because, you know, to have a company, you probably need some sort of lawyer. Um, So I uh, booked a JetBlue ticket from Rochester, New York, where I was living at the time to uh, New York City. And I called back the founder and I said, I'm coming down for an interview. Uh, You need an in-house attorney and you need it to be me. (laughs) I love it. Yep. Oh my God. I love it. I I flew to New York City with my little resume in in one hand and a bunch of my jewelry to show that I'm an actual true jeweler. On my other hand, I showed up on their doorstep. Um, I was hired on the spot. I was Etsy's 17th employee and first lawyer. I was there for over nine years. I helped take the company public. And uh, that's a little bit about me. That
0: is insane. Saying, I love it. So you are
1: like, like I
0: don't know. This is this is fire that a lot of people don't have. Not just women, or you know, just like women are afraid to self promote. Women are. We hear all the stories. But listen, look at you. I mean, you're you're not you're not any of those stereotypes, right? You're you're I'm an
1: artist. So here's the thing, and I was thinking about this a lot. One, my parents are both entrepreneurs, so I see them experimenting, failing, trying new things, failing. And I'm an artist. And to make art, visual art, you try a bunch of things and it goes terribly. So I think that just naturally I'm not afraid of hearing the word no. I was in a place you know, at the law firm, trying, you know, just hustling. Um, and I thought I had nothing really to lose, right? Like, so I could embarrass myself. I could spend a little money going to New York and say, hearing no and coming back. But there was no job description. There was nothing out there that said, like, Etsy needs a lawyer. But I was on their doorstep with my resume in hand, arguably not qualified. Um, and uh, I made it happen. I think the story of how I got my job is, is everyone loves it, but the story I of how, how I kept my job for over nine years until I eventually moved on to another job, you know, that's the story, right? Because I had to hustle my little tail off to find the community, to find the knowledge, to help the company scale and to put the lawyer words, the thoughts out of my head and really think like a business person. Because if you're a lawyer at a smaller company, there are risks that you absolutely have to take, or the company is not going to succeed.
0: I was just going to go there. Like, the, you're mind melding with me. Um, mm-hmm. the, the lawyer slash business person you know, that's usually like oil and water, you know, that's not always such an easy, um, the, the entrepreneur slash lawyer, you know, marriage doesn't always work. I mean, or is it natural? It isn't always natural. So the fact that it came so beautifully to you, both of those, um, you know, I guess people call it sides of the brain. Um, I know a lot of lawyers who are great musicians, I know, but sometimes the business side of things, um, you know, lawyers. You know the creative side. I mean, you you took a lot of risk. You were courageous. You were, uh, and you say you weren't qualified, but apparently you were
1: better qualified than the person they had. Not no, there learn- wasn't a person. There wasn't someone there. There wasn't someone there. there I, was, you go. I, I was, I was, I was implying outside counsel. Like you know, you always need a lawyer to like file your paperwork or whatever.
0: Well, there you go. That's what well, whomever that person was or those people or no person at all, <laughs> I mean, not, the, well, however high the benchmark was, or however low <laughs> the benchmark was, you were beating it, so good for you, I have never heard a story like this before, I mean, I oh. have a lot of courageous women on my show, um,
1: but oh my god, <laughs> it's true, that's my story, that's my story, yeah, no, it's awesome. true, I mean, I, I, you know, I did it, and um, I've given talks about it, and I'm, I'm in a couple books about it, but um, I really feel like the story is to, to put yourself out there because these opportunities, they don't open up, right? Like if there was a job description, if there was a ton of resumes, there's no way my resume would float to the top. But I, was sh- I showed up and I was there and I was passionate about the company and passionate about the community. And I was ready to just dig in and work. I wasn't given a desk or a computer or onboarding documents. Like this was startup. I worked out of the kitchen, like, you know, people think like, oh, it's so fancy. Like you probably had like sewing machines and tons of hummus. (laughs) Yeah, sewing machines and tons of hummus. But, you know, it was still like very, very, very hard work and unclear. But I also I want to like point out my privilege, right? Like I was able to take a financial risk, a career risk. Um, I didn't have I, I have a family now I probably wouldn't have been able to do that
0: yeah um,
1: and so you know I really need to point that out too
0: yeah oh that's nice of you to do that we, we well see I, I know how you are you're you're a great wonderful warm person so I can <laughs> that, that was good for those of you who don't know her she's doing the right thing with saying that that's really <laughs> <laughs> very lawyer like but also you're very you're very conscientious of others and you know that was awesome. awesome. Listen, I want to put you on stage. I have annual <laughs> events. I told Kat about this. I have annual events where um, hundreds of women come and, well, men do too, but not hundreds of them, but mostly women. And um, it's about storytelling, like really remarkable events. They're annual and, and they travel across the country. And so um, the, the next two are booked, the speaker rosters. But at some point, I would like to get you, I think, in Philly. Uh, would be the next one where I would like to get you on the stage and you do Ooh. an Ed style talk I want to hear your story I want you to share <laughs> oh it thank you Anna. yeah thank you. It, and it's sponsored by companies and law firms all across the country and it's it's sort of a big deal and you're sort awesome. of a big deal you're very Aww. much Thank you, <laughs> and you're a great storyteller. You crack me up. Um, so yeah, um, this is. I, I mean, I want my. If I had a daughter, I would want her to have that kind of spot <laughs> and well, get knock on a door and say, "Hey, you know, you need to give me a chance." And you know, that's the thing, folks. You need to have the courage to give it a shot. Whether it works out or not, you can't control the outcome. But you can control the be here now, the right now, but let's live in this moment and do what we can right now. And,
1: and this is really similar. My, I share my story uh, at board bootcamp. We talk at the fourth floor about these sort of things because the truth of the matter is my story c- could be um, used in a way to help small businesses, right? If you're yeah. hearing about a small business and you're, you're talking with them and you're like, wow, this business is doing really cool. You could say, here's my expertise. You should put me on your board. Or I would love to like, you know, give you some advice or help you out or consult or like there there are ways to get involved that maybe when you say put me on your board. Sometimes I think of like, marry me, like it feels like a really big step, (laughs) like, like, hey, we just met. Put me on your board. But like, that's how I got I'm on a board. and, And what you do is you cultivate the relationship and then, you know, maybe one thing will lead to another and you'll get a board seat. But that's sort of what happened with me and Etsy, right? Like I talked to them, I showed the value added, like, you know, and then I told them what I could do for them. And they said, yes,
0: let's talk about the dark side of that for a second, because, um, and, and I think things are getting better actually, but, um, I'm 54 and I've been that girl for a long time. Since I was very young, I was, I was like, you are very courageous, outspoken, aggressive before it was okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was always told we should tra- teach our daughters, show our daughters, lead by example to be assertive, outspoken, own their stories, you know, lead um, boldly and live, you know, out loud and, uh, you know, but what happens is when we do that, the world then says, who does she think she is and shut her down, teach her a lesson and she's a bee, and and then sometimes it's other women who say and do that. And I look at those other women and I say, wouldn't you want your daughter to, to be this way? You know, what, who has hurt you or why are you afraid to, and they realize you're right. You know, when I was young, I wanted to be this way. And instead I grew up learning to mimic men in order to be successful. So thank you for reminding me that, you know, just because she's aggressive doesn't make her you know, bad that that in, in fact, if that were a man saying or doing those things, we would view him as a great leader. But I want women to stop feeling like they have to mimic men in order to be successful. They should be who and how they are, whatever that means, right? Mm-hmm. And own yeah. their stories and own who they are and and be, right? So right. Um, that I love about you that you are <laughs> owning your story and being who you are. And I want everyone who listens to this show to know that there is no secret formula or magic um, method, right? You don't have to mimic the men in order to be successful. Um, and you shouldn't punish women who are not like you are, right? So we all right. have our own style,
1: right? Right, right. And I know that my style doesn't fit everyone. And I, and that's, and that's why, and I also need, that's why I acknowledge my privilege, right? Um, and so I think we are all on our own path. Right. And, um, I always say like, when I give my talks, one of the secrets to my success is just to err on the side of kindness because yes. you don't know what's happening in other people's lives and you have to be kind to yourself as well. And, you know, just, just think to yourself, what's going to make me the happiest, the healthiest, like, where can I take these chances and where are my lines that cannot be crossed? Right. Yes. And where are I'm my boundaries? Down where, where down. are my, where are my boundaries? Um, yeah. and, and being true to yourself so I think that's important and just to try to lift each other up and that's important
0: I think for a long time I didn't know that I think for a long time a lot same, some women don't know where their boundaries are all their like they go through life not knowing um I learned how to say no kindly you know mm-hmm. so um it used to be that oh I don't want to hurt anyone so I can't say no but then you end up hurting yourself, right? So um, you're absolutely spot on. Everyone has a story and you don't necessarily know what it is. Not everyone is like Sarah. And certainly not everyone operates at the speed of Susan. So <laughs> I can be a lot for people too. Uh, I so. come from a long line of spicy women, right? So uh, saucy, spicy women, um, you know? So we, we are outspoken and, and, and sort of that's, I look to them as how that's how we lead, right? So when I got out in the work world, I worked in financial services in Boston. I was the only female on my team. And I was like, hey, what's wrong with that? You know, when I got looked at side eye, you know, with the side eye. So mm-hmm. you're refreshing to me. I find you someone Aww. that I would easily work with or for <laughs> or, you know, um, side by side, whatever. You know, I think you're, you're terrific. Thank so you. So tell me a little bit. You, you inspire me. Who has inspired you?
1: So I think my biggest inspiration I was um, is one of my mentors, uh, and she unfortunately passed away, and so I get che- teary thinking about her. But uh, her name is Karen DeCrow, and she's actually famous. She was the fourth president of NOW. She was the only woman to graduate from her high school from her high school class from her law school class. She was the only woman in um, her law school class, and I clerked for her when I was in law school. Um, she was the first woman to run for mayor. And and I just saw how many, um, she's in the National Women's Hall of Fame. Yeah, I've seen how, how many things she had been through so that I would, there'd be a little bit more equality for myself. And I saw how she like was for me to be go to law school I never thought about my gender right in my right. story in my story of, of approaching Etsy and, and asking them to hire me I never was like and in the back of my head I thought I'm a lo- I'm a woman so that's weird like I never that never came up in my head right really and it's because of women like her no wow I mean I, yes in the, in the I, law when I, when I was at it. the law lo- yeah well when I was at the law firm clearly you know there's, there's 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 things going on but it was never in my head when I approached Etsy, thinking that being a woman as a lawyer, then that would be, you know, to my detriment or something like that. Um, That's very, I mean, good, good for yeah. you.
0: That's wonderful. So, I think and it's a lot because, of women couldn't say that.
1: It's because of women like her. It's because of people who have come before me and paved the path that I am able to be a little bit more naive, right? And to, to push forward um, and, and have more confidence and make more mistakes, because um, they've they've allowed me to do so.
0: And you owe it to them to share their story with the next generation. I think that's beautiful. Yeah,
1: and I've done a terrible job at sharing her story, honestly, like right here. You need to just Google Karen DeCrow. I have heard
0: her name before. Look up
1: her Wikipedia page. Yeah. Um, One day, uh, I was at a conference, and Gloria Steinem was speaking, and um, after she stepped off the stage, (laughs) I like, ran over to her and i I, you know obviously (laughs) no surprise obviously and um i just said to her you know i was karen jacroh's law clerk and i started crying at her (laughs) and she and she hugged me and she was basically like sarah you know uh karen fought for equality before even i did like karen like was really pushing um and you know I a lot I, of I just, my listeners yeah.
0: knew her too i, I don't think yeah. she, when you said that i mean i was like yeah we know okay
1: her. yeah yeah i don't know it's, it's one of those things where i i i want to do her, her i don't think many of justice. my
0: listeners are able to say that they knew her personally but we know yeah. of her for sure mm-hmm. for sure
1: um, yeah yeah well let
0: me ask you in in many ways you've already given us lots of tips on how women can support other women in business. One is to be kind. I know Mm -hmm. that you said that, and that's so powerful. Mm -hmm. And kindness can come in grand ways. It can come in the tiniest of ways, but it always has a huge and lasting impact. Um, Mm -hmm. How do you advise we can support other women in business?
1: Ask them what they, what they need. Oh, I love that. Be, be, so at the fourth floor, we talk about gives and gets, and I think women naturally want to like give people things, you know, like, what can I do for you? Like, you know, that sort of nothing, nothing, nothing. If you can go deep in yourself and think about what is one thing that will take my company to the next level? What's one connection that I could, that I need? What is something tangible? And you can get verbalize it to someone else. You never know. Right. Um, so I think asking, you know, what do you need? And and then as a woman, being prepared to provide that back, telling people what you need. That's
0: powerful. So I, I think that, especially in the world that you, well, you're bringing two worlds together, really. Um, I think that's something that's a tiny piece of advice that has a huge impact like boom if you're able to articulate your need just you know right then and there when someone asks and if you folks out there who are listening learn to ask and then learn to be able to articulate when someone else asks you what do you need
1: we don't ask don't keep it a secret don't keep it you know i've heard so many women who have said i just really want a board seat but i don't know how and i i say to them well what kind of company, what board seat, how much time do you have? Like what kind of industry? I don't know. I don't, it is hard to go deep and to figure out what does that actually look like? I did that for Etsy. Like I went deep and thought, I want to be an art lawyer. I want to help small businesses. Oh, here's Etsy. This is perfect. I'm going to pitch myself to them. It is hard to go deep and figure out what we need. Right. I but if, also- but then we have to be loud about it. Right. Yes. If, yes. If, if, if once you go deep then you need to tell it to everybody. I hate these stories of women who say, you know, I was just doing really good work and then someone tapped me on the shoulder and put, put me on their board. That's waiting for your fairy godmother to invite you to the ball. That's your fairy god <laughs> ally. And that is fiction. Like that happens, I guess, to Cinderella and, and to a couple people. But if you want a board seat, then you need to be talking to people about it and be yeah. very specific about what you want. I think
0: your advice sets people up for success, whereas Mm -hmm. that other lofty esoteric, you know, uh, I I also think that women need to give themselves permission to stake their claim you know here's what I want here's why I want it I'm passionate about it I'm good at it or I deserve it or I don't think we often do that I think we're like oh oh, if you think I'm worthy then put me on your board whatever I'll take whatever you give me or we
1: just want the certifications and Uh, and uh, we and and we want to be perfect and, and we're not quite ready yet and what if they ask me to work over a weekend and what if this and what if there are so many reasons to say no you can find an excuse or you can find a like there's so many reasons to say no there's only one you know say yes that's another piece of my advice that I always say if if something (laughs) is that scary to you there's a reason maybe you should say yes
0: it's inside yeah you need to look inside and find out why you're saying no um this what if I fail or what if I fall what is that little phrase well hey what if you fly right oh you know? yeah I love that yeah. you're that woman you're, <laughs> you're the what if I fly woman I'm I love
1: that <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Not> You're <laughs> wonder woman in business oh you're great. so nice you're so yeah, nice. no no I am I am nice but I'm not so nice you know you really <laughs> it's true you're amazing you're amazing all of you I mean what you have done who you are I'm not fake I mean people who know me know that I'm not fake I'll never say something ugly but I'll keep my lips buttoned up if I don't I won't say something nice if it doesn't you know if you don't warrant it I'm Italian and Jewish we're really really open um direct people a couple of uh people so what has been your biggest challenge or setback and how did you overcome it
1: um well i think i kind of talked about my biggest setback with was when you know i really try wasn't going in the direction of my career and i and i talked about overcoming it by by realizing that like like, listen i i I probably would have had a fine life in rochester new york you know working for for different law firms and that would have been fine right um but i knew it wasn't for me so i took things into my own hands and i really when i i kind of glossed over this but I pitched myself to publications and to, and to conferences to speak on a topic that I didn't know very much about art law, but I really wanted to make a name for myself in that industry. And I used those publications when I you know, contacted Etsy. I said, look, I'm published. I know of all this stuff. So okay, I think you, you, need to, you need to take your career into your own hands and think a little bit more creatively. Um, I like to say, be the shark in the room, right? Like you want to be the only one in the room doing what you're doing
0: you're very so when you said that earlier I was like wow she carved out a niche that's Mm -hmm. incredible and a lot of young lawyers don't think to do that they're like go along to get along be quiet keep your head down do what you're told but wow you're like fire (laughs) <laughs> that's amazing amazing fire is so powerful um that's amazing so here's the point of the show that some people I know you're gonna love it it's nothing for you this is like bring it on bring it on okay some I had one woman say no I'd rather not so and i'm not chastising anyone it's not for everyone but it's called the wild card question and i pull a question out of a box of 144 thoughtful questions okay some are deep and meaningful others are silly it's we don't know it's just like life um i feel like uh what's his name bubba gump you know it's like a (laughs) box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get so are you willing to play this game let's do it of course i'm a yes person i am too there's a i think there's a, a book or a movie or something called um just say yes like you always say yes to everything and see where your life goes with that yeah yeah all right well here we go i need some uh i always say
1: this i need some theme music i'll make the theme music do, 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 do. <laughs> that's the worst theme music ever <laughs> oh this will be
0: easy for you i think i think okay. um you know Let's see, what would you do if you ruled the world for one day?
1: Oh, my God. I mean, uh, this is the sad part. My legal brain is like, I don't know how much difference I can make for one day, right? Like, one day doesn't feel like enough. I need to, I I would ask for more days, maybe.
0: (laughs) You're underestimating the power of Sarah Feingold. (laughs)
1: Underestimating the power of Sarah (laughs) Feingold.
0: Like what you did in one
1: day already. I I, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like I'm, I'm going really negative here and thinking that that's just not enough time to rule the world because of how slow things go. What
0: if you had the power to? Obviously,
1: I I would cure the world of of, of any problems <laughs> and and any disease and any racism and sexism and and, and I would you know cure.
0: That's the, a pretty good answer. And
1: and cure the environment. <laughs> yeah, yeah what I, I would do all of that. I would do all those things. It, really you wrong. Know, really i
0: feel like uh um oh my god i'm gonna get this wrong i'm not even gonna say his name i think it's bob barker he did the pageants for some when they asked that oh. miss universe question silly remember those silly questions i used to ask and oh, she'd yeah. say i would pray for world peace oh world right world
1: peace <laughs> yeah world peace that's it <laughs>
0: I should have given you a different question, but that's it. That's Sorry. a good one. You know what would you do? I'm just being political? too
1: realistic. I mean, I I've seen people rule the world, and you know, one day they could do a lot of damage. But I'm like, I'm wow. trying to I'm trying to help a little. Let's
0: bit. not even talk about the last four years, please. So <laughs> anyway, I shouldn't get political. Um, I'm going to do a du- a double today, a twofer. What's oh. a recent time when you were embarrassed?
1: Um, so I think one of the reasons why I'm able to do what I do is I always, I, I say that one of my superpowers is I don't get embarrassed that easily. Imagine that. I can um, imagine. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's a great answer. I, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm the no, worst. No, I love that. You know why? I
0: thought that was a really powerful question for you because yeah. I think that you are um, one of these people that knows herself, loves herself, embraces herself, and it is what it is. Why be embarrassed? Gina? You know what?
1: I mean, like, listen, I, I, I'm I, not everyone's favorite flavor of ice cream, and I definitely understand that, and I'm cool with that, and I know that it's okay. You know, I'm, I am who I am, and I know I annoy some people. I always say, like, I'm sort of on the edge of, like, am I inspiring and entertaining or annoying? Like, I'm not sure. I, 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 um, I, I go with A, I'm um, not sure. but you're
0: talking to a soul sister here in that department because I have been told, and this is where I got the phrase, the speed of Susan is not for everyone. It's because it's not, but I'm going to tell you a life lesson for so many, even those who don't know it is a life lesson for them. Other people's opinions of you is none of your business, right? So I get you you are very spiritually mature um, to be able to say not not much embarrasses
1: me you know I am who I am I'm sure now I I have a seven-year-old I'm sure now he'll be like okay I gotta figure out how to embarrass my mom and I'll do that (laughs) (laughs) oh that is why god or the universe or
0: whatever you believe in that's why they it gives you the
1: teen years so just hang in there mom Uh, let me know i'll I'll let you know in a couple years and i'm sure i'll be embarrassed it's It's coming coming. (laughs) it's coming it's coming (laughs) trust trust me yeah Um, and i'm sure i was embarrassed during like my braces years there's tons of stuff there yeah (laughs) yeah well you are so amazing and so much fun. fun
0: um just to hang in the room with you and Breen and Kat must be
1: I don't know who they're amazing drinks. right are they, y'all they amazing? all amazing so fortunate you. to be with them I'm so fortunate to be with them I they're, I, they're so amazing
0: yeah. you're so, all three of you seriously it's like some kind of superpower um yeah. energy in the room you know I mean I wouldn't even need a drink I mean y'all are so <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Oh, yeah well i am glad to know the three of you i am glad to be aware of all the good work you're doing and i think those who don't know you and may want to know more would want to reach out how can they reach you if they want to get to know you better
1: oh we love it the fourth t-h-e-f-o-u-r-t-h-f-l-o-o-r.co easy peasy peasy. well thanks
0: for listening everybody and sarah thank you for making my cheeks burn for more than 30 minutes because i've been laughing and smiling my ears welled up with happy tears you're just so great um all right well folks look for the blog i'll write about sarah she'll um i'll have her bio her headshot as well as a bunch of photos that tell her story and pictures And then we'll insert this audio podcast into that blog and I'll share it on my website and on LinkedIn and I'll tag Sarah so she can reshare to her network. Again, her contact info will be in that in case you didn't get to jot it down. Thank you so much, Sarah. It was so much fun. Thanks, Susan. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye.